Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of the Switchaboo podcast. My name is Alex Harding. I'll be your host. I'm finally back after a little hiatus, so I do apologize for that, but thank you for bearing with me, and thank you so much to my guest, Nathan Rudge, or I should actually say my co-host now. Or should you say the actual host? I should actually say my co-host now, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the assistant to the co-host, Jake Mouncey. Hey, good to see you back, buddy. Yay! And I checked with this with you before, but you guys both haven't seen The Office, so it actually makes me very upset. But anyone who gets that joke, it's a great joke. So I'm great. sure uh, it is. Yeah. It's fant- It's a great joke. Um, but let's get stuck into it. So we've got a bit of news to cover. Um, even though we only did a podcast last week, but we had a bit of a delay with that one, so we thought we'd you know get back on that regular fortnightly track. But there's still a fair bit of news that's come out of it. But as we normally do with the podcast, Jake, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing. Uh, I, I haven't been uh, playing much. Like I've been playing uh, Metopia on the stream. That was that was fun, and uh, you know as as some people have seen, I did a joy play of the demo. Haha, uh-huh, plug. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> dude, that game's, that game's, like, me creator is insane. Yeah, I remember yeah, seeing the Tomato that you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first Resident I, uh, I had in my Metopia game on stream is, uh, uh, Mater from Cars, and it's, like, so on point. That's amazing. It's, it's incredible. All I can think, because I'm playing Metopia as well at the moment as well, and all I'm thinking when I'm playing through it is this me creator is so great, and yet Xbox, Microsoft got rare to make their avatars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, uh, missed opportunities. Uh, if only the uh, yeah, like the Metopia like updates to the me creator can be moved to the actual console. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a bit weird that you can't do that because obviously you can do it from the console to the game. Yeah, yeah, because like it's all like uh, mask and makeup layers and stuff. Ah, it's, uh, I, I, I honestly didn't try it, but yeah, that's, like that's a bit I, 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 yeah, I didn't try it myself because I am not very creative. So, <laughs> yeah. so you stole a lot of creations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have a whole and list of like thirty really something. Yeah, I've got like thirty something, uh, like uh, creator codes, uh, specifically for my playthrough, just to see if, like all the dumb shenanigans that I could inject into my game, and that's been fun. That's been fun. I might even have Ugh. to steal some of them from you. I only made one, char- one new me, because like the other ones I just had stored on my Switch, because I make me's for some reason. I didn't know yeah. why. Um, for Mario Kart. No, actually, yeah, I think it was for Mario Kart. And then, like, when I first got my Switch, I set it as my avatar. I just, I don't know. I just like my me as my avatar rather than picking something else. Um, But I, uh, what did I do? So I made Snoop Dogg. It's my only one that I did. Brilliant. <laughs> I I, I, I believe uh, my original 3DS playthrough, Snoop Dogg was the first person that I made as well. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of a go-to. yeah. He's made Snoop Dogg and then just build from there. Yeah, he's he's such a recognizable face, and he's perfect for you know the carefree guide, which yeah. is the first person oh, you run into. Yeah, I made him my holy sage. <laughs> oh, he's good with that holy sage. 
Yeah, I was very happy with that. <laughs> good pun, good pun. <laughs> so, <laughs> have you only been playing Metopia? Uh, I've, uh, I don't, yeah, I didn't really get to play Metopia that much because, as I said, it's on stream, so it's got to mm. go by stream schedule. But uh, the thing I played the most, uh, I actually, I was actually meant to talk about this uh, last podcast, but I kind of forgot. But uh, Disco Elysium, been playing that. Oh. Yeah, it's finally in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was supposed to play it for uh, for the site, but you know it got declassified here. Yeah. Yep. But uh, luckily for me, I brought the Steam version like a couple months prior, so government can't take that away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've I've been playing that. Uh, I, I I've been pretty busy this week, so I've only put in about three hours into it. Dude, that game is so text heavy. It's it's yeah. it it's ridiculous like in the three hours all i've done is like woken up put on clothes and went downstairs because oh, <laughs> yeah uh for those of you who don't know disco elysium is a very like uh dialogue heavy rpg which uh like it, it, it it's got some of the most interesting like character stats i have ever seen because uh, in, nice. in, uh, instead of things like, you know, strength, dexterity, intelligence, you have, like, shivers, uh, encyclopedic knowledge, um, oh, what other things, uh, electrochemistry, like, huh. stuff like that as stats. And it, like, they can lead to some of the weirdest, like, dialogue exchanges. Because, uh, <sighs> okay, so... Start off the the beginning of the game. You wake up. You've been on a bender so hard that you've like got amnesia. You drink yourself brain dead. <laughs> so that's how the game sure. starts. Huh? The first thing, yeah. The first thing you need to do is get your clothes. So yeah, you get your clothes and um, like be- because it's a very you know intellectual game. I put a lot of my stats into the more intellectual uh, stat stuff. And my character starts thinking that, um, for some, like, yeah, I put a lot of stats specifically into creativity or whatever the creativity thing is called. And he starts to believe that each piece of his, uh, clothing is like friends of his for some reason. And, oh, uh, wow. okay. yeah. And, uh, like each piece of uh, clothing starts talking back to you. So that's interesting enough. And I think the shirt says, like, why is the tie on the fan? It's like he's been sent to prison. It's like, huh, that sounds ominous. But it's probably just some fluff. I put on the tie and about like an hour later, I'm having a conversation with someone. Out of nowhere, my tie starts talking to me and uh, saying, it's like, hey, you're a cop. You should arrest this man for insinuating you need to pay him for the money, uh, for the, uh, uh, alcohol that you drank last night. So it's like, okay, my guy in his drunken stupor last night did put his tie in prison on the, on the fan. Disco Elysium is, uh, it's a trip. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trip of a game. Huh. This oh. sounds like really interesting. Yeah, yeah, Rod, uh, Nathan. I think you would you would love a game like this. It's it's pretty cool. 
Like, thing is, though, like, I was going to stream this, but, um, it is a heavily political game as well. Yeah. So, bringing, yeah, bringing a game that's, like, heavily politics-based onto, you know, something like Twitch is only just going to cause infighting. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. probably not. <laughs> probably not. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, like the, the game will let you like do some really stupid stuff like it, it'll make you like it will let you play as a communist who believes that like money rules the world and like it will it will tell you that like both of those ideals contradict each other but it will completely go with it <laughs> it's oh, wow. it's yeah it like it's it is an amazing game it's just like one thing that uh makes it difficult for me to play it is I'm not smart. I'm not a <laughs> smart person. So Just having shut a game down. Yeah, so having a game that is significantly more intelligent than me and basically telling me that I am stupid at every step is kind of is kind of hard to get through. It's demeaning. I was going to say a it's bit, very yeah. self-demeaning. Yeah. But it's, yeah. It also sounds like a game that's very hard to describe from someone yeah, who hasn't played it. it. It it really is. It really is. It's one of those games that like you have to try to get. You ha you have yeah, to okay. really try it. It's yeah. It's it's also like so niche that I don't expect a lot of people to get into it, but it's probably the best game I've played this year, and I've only yeah, wow. played three hours of it. Wow. I've, I've, yeah, I've played the game for three hours. All I did was put on clothes and walk downstairs and talk to one guy, and it's probably the best game I've played this year. It's your game of the year already. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to play more. Hopefully, my schedule actually opens up a bit so I can play it for more than like twenty minutes a day. Well, I hope it eventually does come to Switch. They did announce it for Switch, but I hope it eventually does in Australia. I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, I do need to get that when it when it does eventually drop here, or hopefully. Um, Nathan, what have you been playing? Uh, your typical Monster Hunter Rise, of course. Yes, <laughs> uh, haven't had much chance to play like this week in general because I've been just flat out. Um, but I've also was helping Jace with uh, Paper Mario Origami King. Oh, nice. How's he going with that? Oh, that's adorable. It, it's <laughs> not the easiest game for him because yeah it's... yeah tr trying to get a kid to understand rpg mechanics would oh be he's fine with rpg difficult. mechanics it's yeah it's because it's the puzzle like part yeah oh like right because you gotta like move the circle around right like it is yeah. i don't like that mechanic Nah. doesn't seem nah. very kid friendly it's not even the fact that it's kid friendly it's it's annoying getting into battles because of that mechanic Oh yeah, but if yeah, I always found them to battles be are a chore. Yeah, yeah, and they're pointless because you just get coins and you have so many coins. That's the last thing you want to do when designing a uh, JRPG is to make the uh, battles just obnoxious. And you know the um, ever since Sticker Star Paper Mario is Paper Mario, where mm. they go heavy mm. on the paper aspect when before it was just an aesthetic. I feel like they did a little bit in the GameCube, like in A Thousand Year Door. 
Oh, with like the folding up into the airplane and stuff. Yeah. But that was on- something only Mario could do because of those like cursed things. True. But like it was like it was just an aesthetic and like, you know, there wasn't colored pencil enemies. Yeah. 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 Or there, 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 there wasn't puncher. Yeah, there wasn't a boss fight with a stapler and a hole punch. Like <laughs> Yeah, they're really they're really leaning into that, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's paper Mario, not paper Mario. <laughs> but that's about um, and that's it for all myself. You... Yeah, gotcha. I mean, I've I've been playing a bit. I mean, obviously, I haven't been on the podcast for like you, a month. You have about half, like so. two months of uh, games <laughs> yeah. to catch up on. I've got a, I had a backlog. I, I've definitely played a few games. Um, I've been moving for the most part, so that's the main reason why I haven't been on. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been playing through new Pokemon Snap, so I haven't actually finished it. I got my review up a few days ago. Gave it seventy percent, so it didn't actually, it didn't hit as it, it didn't hit close to home as well as i thought it would have you guys played it i mean if you heard our editing like if you edited last week, you would have heard <laughs> yeah you're it. the guy who edits these you should know <laughs> i listened to it in the background <coughs> <laughs> but um well yeah because i i i found the what was it the expedition points i just i don't know it, it seems too grindy for a pokemon snap game yeah which i always that was one of my things. Like it was too much of a grind, but I do like the fact that it unlocks new parts to the same like track, like Pokemon acting different and all that. Yeah, definitely. So it it had its pros and cons. I f- I found that it it brought the series forward in some ways, but then brought it back in other ways. Like it didn't lean too much on its puzzle mechanics, and you know I just remember going through the original Pokemon Snap and then leading the electrode over to over to the side part where it'll explode and that'll open up the new area. Um, yeah, I, feel, I felt like there was less of that and that was kind of half the magic of Pokemon Snap. But it was also very, yeah. very pretty. It's very pretty. Yeah, it's the prettiest Pokemon's that, ever been. It, it, it's really its main selling point at this point. It's just, hey, look how pretty Pokemon can be when we put effort in. <laughs> <laughs> When we when outsource our puts... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just don't get Game Freak to do it and you'll be fine. Mm. Um, like I said before as well, I've been playing Metopia. Um, that's, um, I finished the demo and then I played a little bit after that. Um, but yeah, still working very slowly with that. But I'm enjoying it so far. It's The game cops a lot of flack from a yeah. lot of people. Yeah, like and it, it, it can be a bit simple, but like mm. it's... It, it's it's a game about me's. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did you, you go- expect? Don't expect much. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you go into it knowing what you're going to get. I mean, there's also Tomodachi Life. I never played that. That is a experience. It, it, it's a weird <laughs> game. You don't really play it. You're more... Observe it? Yeah, you're more observe it. Yeah. All I remember was you're on a beach... And then, like, someone's head just comes out of the ocean. Yeah. It's just, whenever I think of Tomodachi Life, I just think of that moment. I think that's a dream sequence. Still cool. Because you can see people's dreams. Yeah. Or wasn't it one as well that you dated Samus? Wasn't that a thing? Or or was that my own Uh, dream? (laughs) Uh, Probably a little column A, a little bit of column B. (laughs) 
but like there there, there are relationship yeah. stuff in Tomodachi life yes uh, it was probably the okay. Nintendo they made Samus as the um the you know the character yeah, yeah for like okay. their trailers yeah, like trailer. and, yeah I I think like yeah I think it was like a three way like marriage proposal with like Reggie uh why am I blanking on the Iwata, names? Was oh it? my god! I, yeah, oh, yeah, Reggie Awada and uh, I'm the worst at this. Why am Why am I hired to do uh, Nintendo stuff when I can't even remember the dudes' names? Uh, Not... Miyamoto. Miyamoto, thank you. Oh my god, I'm the worst at names. <laughs> yeah, Awa... <laughs> Reggie Awada and Miyamoto, thank you. <laughs> yeah, was well, I think I that, that was a massive to, brain fart on my to end. Miyamoto, and then like Reggie goes, "No, I want to marry you," kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I want to marry Samus. No, I want to marry Samus. I'm sorry, but I don't want any of you. And they all get sad and have ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> what is you remember this that very well? Um, I've also been playing Bravely Default too. I'm still working on that. I just cracked forty hours. So How you I going? feel like I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting close to the end. How far I into it are you? So with with, you know, without spoilers, I guess. Um, she just, oh, what, what's her name? The other, the other one, not the princess, the other one. Oh, now I can't remember her name. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I haven't played Bravely Default two in a while, so I can't remember her name. I remember her being the fun character. It's the Adia character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's yeah. I I wanted to say Adia, but you know, um, it's definitely not Adia. Uh, but I'm up to her city. Okay, so you still got or, like two more chapters after that. Yeah, but then uh, the big reveal, which I assume you've could you you yes. finished the game? Yeah, uh, mostly. I still got like the last bit to go, but I got to the point where I'm like, okay, if I keep going, this review is going to take forever. <laughs> love it but yeah the big reveal about her just happened yeah yeah so that's where i'm up to um but i won't say any more on that um i've played a couple of little indie games as well uh i try i did a little joy play for Adventure, which hasn't so it that was still the demo the pre-release demo because it just got up on kickstarter about a couple of weeks ago but it's very mother three earthboundy with a bit of a fantasy like a fairy tale fantasy yeah, I, I saw a little bit of that and like immediately I'm getting just um, just immediate Mother 3 vibes from oh, it. Oh yeah. You mean the franchise you know Nintendo refuses to bring to the east, uh, to the west? Any day we... now. <laughs> Any day now. Hey, hey, Reggie's we wearing two, a we pin. Got... Maybe it's coming soon. Yeah, we got two out of three and I think Nintendo thinks that's enough. Yeah. Even though you can only play beginnings on the fir- on the Wii U. And that's the only way you can play it. Like way to make an obscure game more obscure. Yeah. Mm. Um very very valet. I've been playing through that one. Uh that that should be past the embargo at this point. You hope by the time it goes up. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Uh yeah, very very valet. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to do the the dates in my head. That one that one's actually been a big surprise for me. I've actually been really really enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Um it's hectic as all as all hell, especially when you're just playing by yourself. Um, it gets very, very hectic. But I guess any of those games are kind of made to do that. But yeah. imagine Overcooked, but you're driving and parking cars. Yeah, no. So, like, 
Yeah, and that with, <laughs> with traffic. And that's yeah, what Very Very Ballet is. With Muppets. Because the characters are kind of like Muppets. Just to make it fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that one, uh, my review should be up by the time this podcast, if if I'm not being slack. If not, it should be up very soon. And last thing I've been playing is Pokemon Green. So I just started that. Um, so for context, Pokemon Green, this is the original on the Game Boy, Pokemon Green. Oh, so you're going to do the super buggy right, version right. of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that one. That Which looks... is saying something, because the, the original Pokemon's that we got were also pretty damn buggy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. there's a whole, like, Bobopedia page just off the bugs. Oh, it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I've only really just started that because I'm practicing my Japanese. So I figured I'll, you know. That's fair. If if I'm going to be studying, i got to make studying fun, so I'll play Pokemon. Do you remember the uh, high school myths of Pokemon Green? No. Not high school, so primary school myths of Pokemon Green, where it was like, <laughs> you know, you uh, if you got Pokemon Green, you could play as, like, we have Mystery and Misty and Brock on your team and stuff like this. <laughs> no. Man. Back Who in the talk to? <laughs> back in the day the, when playground like, we didn't have immediate yeah. access to the internet. Yeah, just it was like were. rumors went like, our uh, like the Mew truck yeah. rumor. Yeah, the Mew truck that uh, Pika Blue, the Poke Gods. Oh, God. I remember them. I definitely <laughs> remember them. Yeah, man, that was dumb. And like <laughs> I said, missing note: a lot of new fans wouldn't even know that exists. Yeah. Oh, I remember missing no. That broke my game so many times. That got me so every many t- every... candies. Yeah. Well, I thought like, I'll, okay, I'll play through Pokemon. I, I always got Pokemon Blue. And I was like, all right, I'll play through Pokemon Blue and I'll play it through right this time. And I get to Cinema Island. I'm like, all right, all right, I'll do it. And then I would do it. And then I'd go go into Pokemon League with level 100 Pokemon. Or, you know, have a level 150 Electrode. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Where you evolve the missing node by leveling it up, and oh, look, it's 150. <laughs> and then you can keep giving it red candies. Oh, that game was so broken. It was. So I'm playing the broken version of that game. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Now, yeah. we noticed something that was on your thing for the last two times that we did recording Yakuza Kiwami. How have you been going oh, with that? Yes. Yes. So I am what? were 20 hours into it give or take so i'm nearly done actually i'm thinking about to like chapter seven and i think there's nine chapters it's really good i've been really enjoying it um i wanted to get into the series a bit more um well just in general i wanted to yeah. get into the series i i recently but... got into the series with uh seven and uh, as of uh last podcast i mentioned i finished zero it's those games are good man yeah <laughs> yeah i'm really so enjoying good. it Although I'm playing through it, I'm like, this is definitely a PS2 game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to play the newer ones and it's actually like, you know, start to feel a little bit more modern. But I, because I know with Like a Dragon, that's now like a turn-based RPG. And I think yeah. I'd like that more. It's also got a go-kart yeah. racing mini game. <laughs> yeah, it does. Mm. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Who needs Mario Kart? <laughs> no, it's, it's Dragon Kart. It is... It it is so weird because like I've, I've I've mentioned this so many times while playing uh like a dragon on stream, but I have played so many kart races in my lifetime, and it's amazing how this random side mini game 
in a Yakuza game is better than like 70% of them. <laughs> and it's made by Sega. It's probably better than most of Sega's kart races. Oh, it's it it it's so amazing just to see the amount of effort that they put into the Yakuza franchise. I Which really, is surprising. Yeah, it's... I really wish I got into that franchise a lot earlier than I did. Yeah, mm. but that was like super obscure for like ages. Mm. And then like 7 came out and it was like, oh, this is actually sold really well. And Which... it just jumped in popularity real quick. Because mm. it's always been like on the fringe, like you'd hear about it every now and again. Yeah, you'd have like one guy that you know who's like super into it. And won't shut up about it, but like no one else will, <laughs> no one else will actually take his advice and play it. Yeah, and, that was my old housemate. Yeah, that I, was Nathan. I, I think. <laughs> yeah, I I think the reason why uh, the Oxford franchise got as big as it did is because like it started, it started to expand its reach a bit more to like uh, Xbox. Yeah, because yeah, I. I I think, like, all at once, they're like, here's Yakuza Kiwami, Kiwami 2, here's uh, remasters of 3, 4, and 5, just all on Game Pass, go play them. And yeah, yeah that's, how, pop- that's how I'm playing them. Yeah, and the uh, popularity just exploded. Mm. Game Pass will do that. Yeah. Like, Game Pass is good for that. It's pretty um, good value. Moving on. We'll- yeah, oh yeah, it's ridiculous, ridiculously good value. Uh, moving on, so we'll head into the news. Like I said, for like a week, there's actually a fair bit of news to cover. I've got a lot of dot points here. Uh, but first off, I did just want to have a little bit of a chat about our Patreon um, for this podcast. So this podcast goes up every Friday, but for all $1 and up patrons, you can get this podcast two to three days early. Um, this all just goes towards supporting the website, supporting us, and, and you know, so we can pay our writers because they're you know yelling at me. So please let me pay my pay my writers. And if we reach a hundred dollars a month, so if we reach that first goal, we'll actually make this podcast a weekly show, and that'll be good as well. So that way, you know, we can actually keep up with the news, and it'll be a lot better that way. Can't go wrong. But Patreon speak- plug. Well, that's it. Uh, but speaking of the news, we'll get into the first topic here, which is more leaks from the Epic vs. Apple court case have been revealed. Um, an interesting tidbit with Nintendo is that Nintendo actually refuses to work with anyone associated with the Yakuza. So speaking yes, of Yakuza as well. Speaking of the Yakuza <laughs> franchise. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we were meant to uh, bring this up last week, but we kind of forgot. We were we, There was so much news last yeah, week. Yeah, there was a lot. <laughs> yes, we, we kind of forgot. But uh, it all yeah, falls at, it, I it all believe... falls when it doesn't when I'm not in there. No, yeah, it falls apart when it's been the... three weeks of news. Fair. Hmm. I believe the reason why like this is here specifically, uh, this is actually like a really, really, really old rule that they've had, because mm. back in the '90s, I can't rem- I can't remember it exactly, but Sega did have some kind of dealings with uh, the Yakuza, uh, in Japan. Uh, when it uh, came to, you know, the, like, arcades and stuff. So, I yeah, I can't remember if, like, they would run operations in there or they'd have people, you know, doing shakedowns and stuff in the arcades and all that. But, yeah, this is a rule specifically, like, from Nintendo. It's like, hey, we have nothing to do with them. We're not as scummy as Sega because, you know, it was, it was Nintendo versus Sega in the 90s. Yeah. So yeah. it's, yeah, yeah. 
but uh yeah a lot of people found that to be very very interesting uh to hear from this uh court case and like there was that whole massive like shakedown off the yakuza for like i think it was like in the early 2000s yeah, yeah. Where they're like cracking down on like, you know, Yakuza in general. So like a lot of businesses go like not nah, not doing it because, you know, they'd get cracked down too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I mean it makes it makes sense. You just don't want to be as you know, affiliated with the mob, basically. Yeah, yeah. Also this uh this example link you've given here, I, I love this. Uh like the last paragraph. Of course this doesn't bar Nintendo from working with game studios that are making games about organized crime in Japan. Such as uh, the Yakuza series. Uh, thing is, <laughs> thing is, uh, Nagoshi, the dude who kind of makes them, he kind of hangs out with the Yakuza. <laughs> so I don't think the Yakuza franchise is coming to the Switch. Yeah, probably not. Well, good writing there, IGN. Um... <laughs> like, have you seen pictures of him? He looks like he's a member. <laughs> well, I mean. My knowledge is a bit hazy on it, but I'm pretty sure they, like, the guy, I, I don't know his name. Oh, yeah, Ruga Gotoku? Is that him? Uh, yeah, yeah. Drugs. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, he um he approached Nintendo first, but then Iwata thought, you know, Iwata said basically no. Yeah. That's probably why, honestly, because it's like, well, you know, we don't work with the Yakuza, why put Yakuza, the game, on our consoles? Yeah. But, you know, I'd like to see Yakuza on Switch. I would too, but I, I, I think, like, they've said, yeah, it's not suited for the Switch. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's play on my, play on my Xbox. That's fine. Yeah. Um, a new juicy rumor is floating around saying that uh, Nintendo EBD Tokyo, who made Super Mario Odyssey, um, are not working on a new Super Mario Odyssey or, like, a sequel or DLC or anything. They're actually working on a new Donkey Kong game. So there's conflicting reports as to whether this is 2D or 3D. So, you know, some, some are saying 2D, some are saying 3D. Um, and apparently it's not connected to Country Returns, so that series. But it could still feature the Kremlins and all that stuff. Right, so... I thought the Kremlins were tied into Rare. Which is why they didn't bring yeah, it back. But... Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't know how that legally works. Because, yes, they are... I guess rare's creations, yeah. but they're still part of the like part of the Donkey Kong universe. Yeah, and there have been games later on that have used Kremlings as well. Like mm. um uh Super Mario Strikers, I believe they were the goalkeepers. Oh yeah, they were too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was hmm. So that'd be interesting. I think it was Nintendo Nintendo just trying to separate themselves from the Rare games initially. Yeah, I think so. But what would you, like, how would you guys think? Would you want a new, uh, would it, you know, 2D or 3D? What would you prefer? Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, I I would like a... (laughs) A 3D one. Yeah, I would like a 3D game kind of like Donkey Kong 64, but not as, you know ridiculous yeah yeah when it comes to its collectibles i mean look at i'd like to actually finish the game in like this decade like super mario odyssey was just like the perfect um 3d mario yeah i mean that one you had collectibles everywhere yes but yeah but you got them like every five seconds and they were more natural 
Yeah, well, you know, uh, Donkey Kong 64, you constantly had to backtrack, swap characters, do a whole bunch of, like, five to ten minute long mini games, and then swap back to another character to pick it up. Yeah, I never went back to Donkey Kong 64. But the DK route. There's a reason a lot of people don't. Yep. Also, Wolves don't exist in that game, apparently. What doesn't? Wolves don't exist in that game. Ah, like if you course. look at a speed run of it, they just, wolves don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. But yeah, I mean, I I can see Nintendo honestly making a two D Donkey Kong game, uh, even though I, I as much as I would want a three D game, um, more of the rumors are leaning towards a two D one, which is a bit a bit upsetting. But I'd honestly be a bit surprised with the Super Mario Odyssey team going back to a two D game. That's what I was thinking. Mm. If it's the Odyssey team, they might make it three D. Mm. But yeah, I I think Donkey Kong is well due for a 3D adventure. He hasn't had one since 64, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was its only 3D 3D adventure. Other than that, yeah. it's been all 2D. Even even if we think about obviously the Country Return series, but then you've also got like Jungle Beat on GameCube. Yeah, that's what I was like. Those games. Even that, it's still 2D, but like not the yeah. same. But yeah. Like Donkey Kong can be 3D. You just have to, you know, do a 3D platformer in the jungle. You yeah, know. yeah. Just give it the same finesse that you gave, um, you know, Mario Odyssey. Yes. Done. Put it in a box. Slap a price tag on it. And we will buy it. Yeah, yes, people. Will. Yeah, people will buy that like crazy. <laughs> and we will review it like us. Yes, we will. Uh, moving on to the next bit of news. So. A little quote from someone interesting here. So, Switch, PlayStation, Quest, all of these platforms make perfect sense for Roblox, says the Roblox Corporation. Do you guys know what Roblox is? Yes, I do. But what's Quest? Oof. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, Quest. What what is Quest? I don't know. (laughs) Wait, is it Oculus Quest? Facebook Quest? I feel like I've seen that before. That rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. For like some kind of VR thing. Anyways, um, yeah, Roblox coming. I know nothing about Roblox, but I know my cousin. My cousins love it. Like, I all I know about know Roblox about is it. like the, the 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 face and the oof meme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it's kind of like another. I mean, it's not it's not Fortnite because it's not a battle royale, but it's like one of those really popular games with that kind of generation. And bringing that to Switch, I feel like just makes sense. I would never play it, but it'd be good for the Switch. I feel like I know there's a lot of in-game spending, like Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is. I bought, yeah, for their birthdays, I just, I asked their mum, like, oh, what do I get them? And they're like, oh, just get them Roblox gift cards. Oh, I think it's like, called Robux. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that just triggered a memory from my mind from like a couple years back uh, when I went to like a doctor's appointment. And, like, my doctor knows that, like, I play video games and stuff. So he's like, you know, my my daughter asked me for something called Robux. Do you know what that is? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Hide your wallet. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, that's, I mean, all I know is it's a very popular series. And if they're thinking about it coming to Switch, it'll probably come to Switch. Because that just makes financial sense. 
Yeah, we're, we're just too boomer to understand what it actually is in the first place. Oh, yeah, oh, don't say that. <laughs> I, found a, I found a gray hair the other day. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> it's really sad. I'm 27 with gray hair. Um, well, you're the youngest one of us. Am I? Out of us three, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I turned 28 the other week. I'm so. 28 in August. <laughs> okay, I feel better now. Thank you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm the boomerest of the boomers. <laughs> Get off his lawn. Uh, yeah, there you go. Moving on, uh, Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom Princess Edition. That's a mouthful. Uh, is coming to Switch on September 17th. Now, I saw yeah. this and my immediate thought was, wasn't this already on the Switch? That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Like, the wasn't there a Nino Kuni on? Yeah, the first one. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. But wasn't wasn't there another one? Is is this it? And I'm just completely forgetting it existed. Or did we get so. a trailer I think for there this was one like, on DS. initially a while ago, being like, "Oh, hey, it's coming," but it hasn't got a release date. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe we're both just thinking of Nino Kuni because I could have sworn this was already on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, because we reviewed Nino Kuni a couple years back. I remember our old writer Matthew uh, did the review for it. But I remember playing it on PS3, and I don't know what I did, but for some reason, the monsters that I caught just weren't working. I don't know, and I was just doing, like, minimal damage, and boss fights were, like, taking literally two hours. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah. nah, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done with this. But, like, the world was so beautiful, and the story was fantastic. It just... Yeah. yeah, it was just a shame that that's how the gameplay went, and I just could not continue with it. I just don't know what I did. Um, what I did wrong but I'm keen on the second one but like you said I feel like this game should have been on Switch two years ago yeah (laughs) like it's weird that it's only coming now yeah like you took your time yeah it it feels really weird that it took this long Mm. I mean was there a I don't like exclusivity with PlayStation I don't know and I wouldn't think it'd be that long. Like, to be fair, like, when was the last time any of us even thought about Nino Kuni? Like, Not no, no, yeah, no shade on the franchise or anything, but... Didn't you think of it when yeah. you saw that uh, that what? game trailer recently, Alex? Game trailer? Wasn't there a game that looks like Nino Kuni? Like, that same... There's probably a lot of games yeah. that look like Nino Kuni. I think we talked about it in the last... It got announced, like, I think two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Can't I'm drawing remember. a blank. Yes. Yeah, I just remember you, like, posting it in our, like, in our little, like, group, group chat. chat. Like, dibs on this straight away, or shotgun on this straight away. Oh, Boldo. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, this, that's nothing like that. That's nothing like Nino Kuni. I think it was just the art style, I think it was. <laughs> that's right. I remember you guys... T- Okay, I did listen to the episode that I edited. Yes. Because <laughs> I remember you talk I remember you talking about Baldo and like you had nothing to say about it. And I got so upset because I've been looking forward to this game for so long. And you guys had nothing. I'm just like, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we have different interests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what uh, happens I... this is what happens when you disappear and, you know, leave the podcast to be run by two people. Who love RPGs. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. I mean, it is kind... 
I was going to say it's kind of like an RPG, but it's not really. It's more it's action, more RPG, action and... which yeah. we both yeah. like art turn-based RPGs. Fair. Yeah, it's called Fair. turn-based for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> you like that joke like... so much, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. I love it. <laughs> think top-down Zelda with Studio Ghibli. Yeah. And that's Baldo. But I'm pretty sure, I think the team's from Italy, and they've been working on this game for a ridiculous amount of years. Uh, talk amongst yourself. I'm going to Google it, actually. I mean, uh, <laughs> there's not much for us to talk about the game. Like, we talked about it last week. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> like, like, we just, okay. we just glanced over it before. Straight away. Italian studio, it's been in development for 15 years. Jeez, took them that long. It's taken them that long. <laughs> this more than... But, um, like... Was it Duke Nukem Forever all over again? <laughs> yeah, expectations oh, too high. I think it's I think it's a bit different though because this is a very much a very small team. True. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I just like taking it's, the piss. It's no Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. No, well, I mean, if you look at our boy, I think that was like nine years. Let me look that up. Yep, hey, I was right. Nine years. So. Yeah, our boy took nine, ten years, and that game's amazing. I'll take your word for it. I haven't touched it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you need it's it's really good. Our boy is fantastic. But um, so yeah, I've got all the faith about for Baldo, and I reckon that looks fantastic. Anyways, we'll talk about Nino Cooney too, though. Will you guys be looking to pick this one up? Maybe. Honestly, maybe because like. You know, you kind of mentioned before, like, Nino Kuni 1, it had, like, this weird, like, Pokemon-esque style battle system that just, mm. yeah, didn't really, like, rub well with, like, anyone from what I've heard. But this seems to be more of an action RPG where you just control one person, you hit things. So, yeah. it seems way more simplified. So, yeah, maybe. Maybe. And from my knowledge as well, I'm pretty sure it's a separate story. So you don't have to have played the first one. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I reckon I'll I'll jump on this one as well. Because the first Nino Kuni, I've seen it on sale a few times on the Switch for like 80-something percent off. Like 83% off. But like I'm not going to jump in, jump back into the first one. Yeah, mm. that's, that's also a big time investment. Oh, yeah. And I'm already on Bravey Default 2, so I got I don't have any time. Um, moving on to the next one, new Nintendo Switch Online games are available May 26th, which is about the time the episode should go live for our patrons. Yay! Um, but yay for patrons! <laughs> uh, so we have, on the Super Nintendo, you've got Caveman Ninja, or known as Joe and Mac, which I know as Joe and Mac, I've never heard Caveman Ninja before. Um... Magical Drop 2, Super Baseball Simulator 1.000, don't know why it's called that, Spanky's Quest, and only in Japan, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Genealogy of the Holy War. Boo. Boo indeed. Yeah. And on I NES, saw this, like, I looked at it a little bit ahead, I'm like, <sighs> Yeah. Like, seriously? We need Although more. Although if I want to practice my Japanese, I can play it. It's like, we just need more That's stuff gonna... over here. Agreed. Well, we got the other Fire Emblem game, the NES one. Yeah, which was no longer available to be purchased. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. And it was already remade on the DS. 
Yeah, Nintendo's weird. Nintendo are weird. Yeah. Because it costs and the money only to NES game. Yeah, I guess. The only NES game is Ninja Jajamaru Kun. Which. No idea what that is. I've never. Yeah, I've yeah, never, never heard, heard of that, and that sounds like a Japanese exclusive. But I don't think it is. No, it's not. So, unless. Yeah. Unless it was made in Japan and then came over here and they just didn't change the name, which for NES times doesn't sound right for my. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like kind of anything resembling Japan in the 80s and the early 90s. Apparently. But, like, no one asked for any of these games. I mean, people have been no asking for Fire Emblem, but that's not coming into English. <laughs> yeah, this, this is not what we mean. Like, people have legitimately no. been asking for Genealogy of the Holy War for, like, a while, but, you know, that's not coming to English. Mm. Like, I know, like, two or three people that were legitimately interested in playing Joe and Mac again, but other than that, like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why these random games? Yeah. Like, Super Baseball Simulator 1.000 is a very funny way to spell Earthbound. Like, that's not how you spell Earthbound. Spanky's Quest, that's not how you spell Super Mario RPG. You know, we never got Super Mario RPG here. No. We got it on the... Yeah, we got it on the SNES Classic, and that's how I played it. But does that count? Because, you know, not everyone... Yeah, here, here in Australia, it never got released properly. Yeah, not properly. No. So until the Wii U, I think, and the Super Nintendo Classic. So yeah, for the longest time, the only way we could actually play it is through emulation. And, you know, the thing that Nintendo hates. And that's why, you know, when people say, oh, Gino for Smash, it's never Australians. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we got no nostalgia for it. Yep. I'd even just like Final Fantasy 3 or Final Fantasy 6. Or Chrono Trigger. Chrono, oh, Chrono Trigger, yeah. Although I played the DS version, and I probably couldn't go back. DS version was really good. Yeah, it, it does have the cutscenes and everything as well. Yes. Uh, so moving on from that train wreck, uh, we got a new Mario Golf Super Rush trailer um, that brought some interesting tidbits. So some couple of new characters, including Charge and Chuck, King Bomom, and Pauline. So they're now playable, so that's pretty cool. Um little bits from the trailer so you collect hearts to restore stamina and push each other out the way which which is just in the speed rush mode so it looks like it's not just running you can actually like interact with everyone which is really cool each character has a special shot so they have their own unique special shot which is really cool um they announced battle golf which is like in an arena and first to capture three flags is the winner and there's a story mode which we know about the story mode but now we know there's in-game coaches to work on technique um, you've got unique challenges, boss battles, and the level up like an RPG style. So having watched that, are you guys more excited for Super Rush or about the same or less? Not, you're not going to lie. I am less excited. I'm just, eh. Hmm. <laughs> really? You, you can tell who's yeah. the one excited for this, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You told us to watch, to watch the trailer before we did this. I'm like, wow, it's just Mario... Tennis aces, but golf. Woo. Man, if if you played the one on the 3DS, you'd be jumping for joy at all this happening right now. They're actually putting effort into their sports games. I mean, I could just like, play Golf Story. 
Yeah, that was a good game. <laughs> like, like it's it's good to see that they're putting effort into the sports spin-offs. Like, yeah, more effort is always good, but it just feels like the same thing that they did with Mario Tennis Aces, but with golf. Also, it's not Strikers Charged. <laughs> that, uh... So, it's safe to say I'm reviewing this one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can have it. Because <laughs> like, I, I will say, I'm I, I'm glad that they're you know actually starting to bring Pauline back. Yes. Yeah. Because like Pauline is like the original you know damsel in distress for the franchise, and she just disappeared for like thirty years. But it would be uh, yeah, j- nice to have some more Strikers games. It would. Yeah. Like that is I, yeah, I would, fun. I would love the cancelled wrestling game. Uh, Mario wrestling game that the Strikers team was supposed to do. Oh. Yes, that was the thing, if this is news to you. That is I highly suggest, yeah, I highly suggest you go look it up. Because it sounds so cool. I remember the uh, Mario Hoops 3 on 3. With Final Fantasy characters. Yeah, that was weird, because it was, uh, yeah, yeah. co-create, uh, was it co- I think it was co-developed. by Square Enix? Yeah. yeah. So they got, like, White Mage, Black Mage. Cactor. And I think, like, the Onion Knight, yeah. Yeah, Cactor as well. Yeah. <laughs> that was N- weird. Nintendo and Square Enix in the 2000s was a weird time. It was. That was a weird relationship they had. It was like, oh, we, we can't give you Final Fantasy because that's on PlayStation now, but we'll give you basketball. Also, Nintendo's Eagles. consoles weren't strong enough for it. So they say. I mean... Compared the 64 to the PS1 with, you know, visual effects of, like, the movies and stuff. Like, have you seen the beta footage of the Nintendo 64 version of Final Fantasy VII? No, I'm assuming it's not very good. (laughs) It's it's rough. Yeah. Yeah, they had a a 64DD version, apparently, as well, in in the pipeline. But then that didn't happen, so that didn't go very far, which is a bit of a shame. Anyways, uh, new. So apparently, there's a rumor saying that Pokemon presents for early June. Yeah, because they never do uh, anything. Who's at ready E3. for <laughs> Yeah, who's ready for more Pokemon sleep news? No, you mean Pokemon? Well, we Unity. haven't got any Pokemon sleep news. <laughs> exactly. You mean That's Pokemon why I'm Unity. waiting for it. Please, for the god, <laughs> I just want to know what it is. It's such a dumb premise that I just want to know what it is. Wasn't there also Please. Nintendo doing, you know, a sleep health program thing that they actually, you know, trademarked a device and that went nowhere? I'm pretty sure they gave up on that like five years ago. Yeah. yeah. I just remember the, the device being patented and then nothing came out of it like, you know, five years ago. Yeah, Nintendo's weird with that stuff. They do that a lot. They have like all these weird ide- weird ideas. Um, but yeah, I mean, Pokemon Presents... Hey, actually, I just, I literally just thought of this now. Jake, you might get Pokemon Pinball. I might get Pokemon Pinball. <laughs> I mean, Pokemon I don't Snap think came it'll back. Happen. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah. Oh. I'd be down. And they will use my idea with the flip grip, and then you can have the, you know, vertical. Play it in vertical. Oh, what I wouldn't give for more Pokemon <laughs> Pinball. It was such a good game, such a good series. I don't understand why they didn't continue with it. Because pinball's not the, that popular anymore. That's a damn Shut line, up, you know. Shut up. 
Um, I mean, Yoko's Island Express came out. That was a Metroidvania pinball game, and that game's amazing. Yes. But pinball's not, any- you know, the big thing in the public culture as it was, you know, back then. Yeah, true, but it's recognisable. Yes. Like, everyone knows the the old Windows pinball. You mean this... Dude... You the, say the that, but, you know... That game, <laughs> the sound effects from that game live rent-free in my head. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, you say everyone knows that, but, you know, there's kids who wouldn't even have a clue what that is. They don't count. They still count as people. <laughs> who cares about the kids? You heard it here, folks. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Who cares yes, listen, about the kids? Li- listen to our Nintendo podcast and become a patron. Kids. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, that's what we'd hope for. But what do you think they're going to actually actually talk about in this presents? If it oh, is, true. like I said, Pokemon Unity. Is, yeah, 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 probably Pokemon Unity. Maybe a little bit more about the Diamond and Pearl remix. Uh, maybe <sighs> one thing that'll, yeah, one surprise thing. Probably something else for their twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it will ever happen. But maybe like some news about the card game. Like it never happens. But considering how popular the card game's been, like as of late, it's yeah. It's because mm, they have their own card game point. thing on the computer. But like that's not very good. No. Yeah. yeah the, like, the trading card online. Like if they re- switch. That's gonna, no. If they release like a mobile version, which they more likely to do than do on Switch. True. Well, I mean, they a lot, a lot of times they release something on Switch and mobile. True. So, it makes sense to put that on Switch so you yeah. can play the trading card games on on your Switch. Yeah, it would be a nice way to you know actually play the Pokemon card game because there have been shortages because people have been using them for like investments. Investments. Like, oh, this is going. Well, I'm going to so buy well. this box. Yeah, I'm going to buy this box of Pokemon cards, so I'm going to pull a shiny Charizard and get $1,000 back. And then they get nothing out of the box, and you've just wasted 100 bucks. <laughs> Card games, baby. It's gambling <laughs> for kids. Nathan, I'll let you take the lead on this one. Monster Hunter 3.0 update information is coming on the 26th of May. Which hasn't happened yet obviously uh so it's mostly well, yeah. going to be uh your uh, end game story so like continuing the last bit of story that um like hasn't happened yet so it'll be interesting to see probably more elder dragons we'll see how it goes but there's not obviously not much we can talk when it's oh, i think there's also monster hunter stories 2 information coming as well which jake oh, that yeah. does exist <laughs> It does exist. I forget every week. That's why I always said it straight away. I was like, because I knew you were going to go, <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, um, once that comes out, we'll have more to talk about. Yeah. Have to get Brian on a, uh, on a podcast episode for it. Yeah, I agree. He hasn't really, he hasn't really shown interest in being on the podcast. One of our writers, Brian. Who's into Monster Hunter. Yeah. I'll have to talk to him. Um, and last bit of news, uh, Nintendo announced a Zelda and Loftwing Amiibo, which has sparked some controversy, if anyone's yeah, aware. So the fast travel in Skyward Sword HD 
is going to be well i say fast travel it's basically like it it's it's, it's like an anywhere escape travel route, so to take, yeah. yeah yeah exactly you can go straight back up to to the sky to skyloft um from anywhere but that functionality is locked behind this 25 us dollar amiibo See, it's not even a cheap amiibo either i yeah. don't have a problem with that because it it changes the core like gameplay mm. like it if you want to play the game properly like how it came out don't get the amiibo it's like it's a little additional thing apart from you know a really pretty looking amiibo that you can display it is very pretty it is yeah, tr- <laughs> true true it's just i i hate that this is a thing in general yeah because like this this is absurd this is not a microtransaction. this is a macro transaction there are mm. games there are whole games that cost less than this functionality stuck to a toy yeah <laughs> yeah don't buy the amiibo just buy hollow knight done <laughs> and you'll save like 10 us dollars of course you want to push hollow knight though exactly because it's better than a amiibo that locks fast travel from a game from a game released 10 years ago i mean you can still warp from you know save points and they're not that but far it, spread out yeah but like I'm lazy I, like I, I haven't played the game but like from what i've heard from people who have this yeah, like the whole fast travel thing isn't really a big deal because like, it, like it these is. things are typically everywhere. Yes, but the the fact that it it even exists is still like offensive. It's to basically me. a get out of jail yeah. free card if you're in a dungeon and you need to restock. That's all it is. Yeah, true. That's the way I'm. Seeing I mean, it. I probably yeah. I mean, I pro- I'm not going to play it on Switch anyways because I already bought it. But I'm still going to complain about it because that's just what Nintendo fans do. I want those controllers though. Yeah, I've, yeah, I pre-ordered them. Oh, I pre-ordered them. Oh, it's gonna be sweet. Um, moving on, so we'll go. So that's not that's all the news that we have for this week. Uh, now we have the indie roundup. So this segment is where we just have a look at what's coming up in the next couple of weeks um, before the next uh, podcast episode. So these indie titles that we'll list are just ones that um, we just feel that don't have enough buzz around them. Don't have enough. Uh, like many people talking about them, and we feel they just need a bit more, um, a bit more coverage, I guess, um, and just a bit more attention. So the first one is on the twenty fifth of May, so which should already be out by now. Uh, King of Seas by Team Seventeen. I did a joy play of this one. It was a lot of fun. It was so good. Definitely check this one out. But they're not the king of the pirates. You... <laughs> well, yes. You do start off, you are a prince, but not other pirates. No. You're just a prince. You're the king of the sea. You work up to that. It's a. Pr- you don't start as that, because otherwise <laughs> the game's done. I don't know, it could just focus on the king of the sea. <laughs> I mean, Prince of Persia, you, you, you start off as the Prince of Persia. True. You don't become the Prince of yeah. Persia. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Yeah. All these semantics uh, just because you wanted to have a bloody uh one piece reference. Yes. I mean I get it. <laughs> I mean you made the one piece reference when you like put out the article, didn't the joy play, didn't you? Yes I did. Yeah, see. And I have no regrets. 
See? I have no regrets. Um, so yeah, definitely check out King of Seas. So basically, if I'm to explain, it's like a top-down uh, seafaring game. You you can like battle, so similar to like I guess Black Flag um, in a way, but you don't board other people's ships. Um, so it's more it's more I guess zip like um, zip lined a little bit. So where you just you you don't get out of your ship. You only control the ship, but you basically go from you know town to town. You swap swap goods uh and you battle in the high seas and it's i don't know it when i played it i only played the demo for about half an hour but it was just mindless fun and the writing was fantastic despite some weird grammatical errors but aside from that the writing was very funny uh on the same day we've got very very ballet i spoke about that before but definitely check that one out um a lot of fun i've been having a lot of fun with it pure chaos yeah pr- yeah Pretty much, in a nutshell, it's just pure chaos. So if you like that chaotic energy. (laughs) Uh, The next one, uh, I'm going to try to say it, but I don't quite know how to say it. Uh, Mutazion? 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 Yeah, I think it's Mutazion. God, I can't even pronounce it. (laughs) (laughs) I tried and I tripped on the first hurdle. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's 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 a strange title but it looks i don't know it just it looks beautiful the artwork looks fantastic um i'll read because i don't know too much about it so i'm actually just going to read it directly from nintendo's website um i'm not going to say the name of the game again though this game <laughs> is an adventure game where the juicy personal drama is just as important as the high stakes adventure part of the story Explore the community as 15-year-old Kai as she travels to, to the strange and secretive community of the title of the game to care for her ailing grandfather, Nono. So it features a lush, hand-illustrated uh, hand world to explore, ensemble cast of lovable mutant characters. Oh, it's mutants. Uh... I mean, I kind of figured it was mutants. He got it! He understood the name! Lightbulb. Uh, a story with unpredictable dramatic twists and turns, gardens to customize for unique relaxing musical soundscapes, and seed sharing where you can send and receive rare and unusual seeds with your friends. I don't know. It looks really, really wholesome. I think it's neat. You just can't pronounce uh, the so, name of the game. Exactly. So that game is neat. 27th of May, you've got Pathway. So this is from Chucklefish. This is a strategy RPG. Um, Nathan, this one looks right up your alley, I'd say. You sent me the uh, trailer for this, didn't you? Yeah, I did. So it looks like it takes place... Uh, like, from looking at it, it looks like ancient Egypt. Or like maybe modern yeah, Egypt. Yeah, yeah. And like, they're just going yeah. through the ruins. But yeah, think really of that cool. with Yeah, and it's got that chucklefish it's got that chucklefish pixel art style. Like you can think of like Wargroove. Yeah. Or something like that. Chucklefish even though they're only the publisher, they're not the developer, they've got a very their games, the games that they publish are always very uniquely chucklefish. I mean they also published um helped publish uh, Stardew Valley. Yeah. Before he yeah, took exactly. it independent. That's right. So yeah, definitely check that one out if you like some strategy RPGs. 
You've yeah, got I'm, next... I'm, I'm looking at this and like it reminds me a bit of um, uh, Banner's Saga. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, some of the dialogue prompts and stuff that you got in it as well. Banner Saga is good. Yeah. Well, there you go. If you like Banner Saga, definitely check out Pathway because that would be out by the time this, this podcast goes live. Uh, Pekka which is... We covered this one a while back on a Kickstarter. Um, so when it was on Kickstarter, I covered this one. And I... Yeah, the the developers are super passionate about it. So this one is a noir setting uh, police action RPG. So you play... I'm pretty sure you play as a police officer. Um, yeah, so if, if you'd like the, you know, the 1930s gangster era. That's, that's, like, that's, that's a good, I, good era. Yeah, like L.A. Noir kind of era. But you can also play Blackjack. So that's good. We all like Blackjack. With hookers. I'll make my own game. Um, <laughs> there we go. I got the reference. Next one, Astalon Tears of the Earth. This one is a Metroidvania. Um, so very much NES style. Uh, if you think of... It actually reminds me of Alawa's Legacy and Alawa's Awakening. If anyone's played those games. This one ha- this one is on Steve's radar. Steve is our Metroidvania guy. And I sent this one to him like... I didn't even put it in the group chat. I just sent it to him. He's yeah. like, yes, I want this. I'm just I glad we now. have a Metroidvania guy because I'm terrible at Metroidvanias. Like, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, same. I, I bounce off Metroidvanias like crazy. Well, there you go. If you, you know, you don't have to worry about Metroidvanias because you know Steve will do them. Yeah. Steve loves Metroidvanias. And Jake's a Metroidvania guy. <laughs> there you go. What a niche that covers. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, Astalon, Tears of the Earth. It doesn't look... Like, it looks good. It just doesn't look anything unique, I guess I'd say, if I'm to be a bit, little bit critical of it. But if you like the NES-style Metroidvania, I reckon this is definitely one to check out. Again, if you like Alba's Legacy... And Alice Awakening. That one's it's definitely for you. Or if you're waiting and for a game while uh, waiting for was it Silk Song? Silk Song, yeah. Oh yeah, that was another bit of news. I actually didn't include that, so that's actually not going to be at E3. Confirmed. Yeah, it's very yeah. upsetting. I told you guys it would take like another couple of years. Would yeah, you? I don't doubt it. Alex, you live near where they work now, so you just got to find them. Pretty much, like they, I'm pretty sure they work in the city. Yeah. Like, they work in the heart of Adelaide, and I, yeah, I just moved to the heart of Adelaide, so, like, maybe I could find them. Go for a walk. Yeah, just press your face up, yeah, press your face up against the window, just, come on, <laughs> hurry up. Give us an interview. I'll be, I'll be your friend. <laughs> I'll pay uh, you an exposure. We... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we give them a lot of exposure compared yeah. to what others can give them. Or, you know, what they can give themselves. Exactly. Uh, last one we've got is as well on June 3rd, you've got Sunblaze. So this is a 2D platformer similar to the veins of, you know, Super Meat Boy, Celeste, all those kind of ones. Um, yeah, I don't think there's too much more to say about it, but it looks pretty uh, pretty smooth. Like the, the platforming looks pretty smooth. So if you like a hard platformer, 
Sunblaze, June 3rd. Yeah, don't like hard platformers. It just... I I hate smashing my head against a brick wall. (laughs) What do you mean? It's half the fun. No, it's not. Yeah, that's why Dark Souls (laughs) got so popular. Exactly. (laughs) So moving on to our Patreon questions. So this is where um, either our patrons or you can always comment on our Facebook and Twitter posts that we put out as well. Uh, But this one does come from a patron um, and we will prioritize our patrons because they give us money um but their question is for anyone who hasn't played skyward sword do you think the hd release will tempt you to give it a go jake all right so yeah a question specifically for me my answer he he wrote that yeah my answer no (laughs) he has been on record saying he doesn't like zelda I, I do remember that. I super do not like the uh, Zelda franchise. I will say uh, Breath of the Wild tempted me a bit, mainly because it didn't look like a Zelda game. Yeah, that's why I but, yeah, really other, enjoy it as much. Yeah. But yeah, like, I am not interested in the HD re, uh, re-release of Skyward Sword because, you know, it is a Zelda game and I don't really like Zelda that much. That and, you know, even from people that like Zelda games, they have told me, don't bother with Skyward Sword, it's not as good as the others. See, I liked Skyward Sword. I did as well, but I would agree that there are other... If you're going to play any other Zelda... If you're going to play any Zelda game that's not Breath of the Wild... Play another one. You probably wouldn't want to start with Skyward Sword. You'd start with something else. Wind Waker. You'd start with, you know... Yeah, Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time, Link to the Past, you start with them. The big ones. Yeah. Yes. Or Twilight Princess, if you want something a bit darker. I never really liked Twilight Princess, though. It's it's a hard one to get into. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't vibe with me as much. I just like the more colourful aesthetic. Yeah. I like Banjo-Kazooie, so I like Wind Waker. It's, you know, natural fit. Um, Nathan, have you have you played Skyward Sword? You have, haven't yes, you? Yes, I have the yeah, okay. Skyward Sword Wii Remote. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So this question doesn't really... No. Well, I mean, would you pick it up again with the HD re-release? Maybe, you know, down the line, but not on release day. Yeah. I'm thinking if I'm going to pick up any game that I've played before, I'd pick up Super Mario 3D World because it has Bowser's Fury. Yeah, Bowser's Fury is really good. Yes, I really want to play it, but I've played super mario 3d world and i have no urge to go back to that game yeah i don't want to spend you know 60 us 80 australian dollars to play three to six hours yeah so yeah that's that's kind of where i am but yeah i don't think i i won't go back to skyward sword either although having the online functionality with i I feel as though it's good that it's getting a second chance yeah but it was on the wii which is you know the highest selling console for yeah if it was on the Wii U, it'd be true. a different story. I think wi- <laughs> yeah, I think Wind Waker needs it. Yeah, because yeah, it was on the on GameCube, GameCube Wii U. and the Wii U. <laughs> Poor Wind Waker. Really? That's not on Switch? I could have sworn it was. No, it was on the Wii yeah, U. It not. got the HD re-release on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. All right. And it, it makes no sense that it's not on Switch. Oh, that sucks. It does. 
And it's a really good It remake. really does. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best Wii U games, I'd say. And the amount of Wii U games that they ported yeah. to the Switch, and Wind Waker's not one of them. I don't get it. So, moving on to everyone's favourite part of the podcast, including Jake. Uh, we've yeah, got especially that- me. <laughs> hey, you have helped name that time. game. You do. There Good. you go. <laughs> Good. Nathan, you can do all the work while I just sit here and take a nap. None of that. <laughs> hey, I Wake am. up. We're nearly done. <laughs> but So, name that game. Um, if you've never heard of... Uh, if you've never heard us playing name that game before, so there is a game uh, that they have that the contestants have to guess which one it is. Um, they will have ten hints from myself, so they get five guesses in total, and they are two between hints one and five, two between hints six and nine, and one right at the end after hint ten. They also have two lifelines: the Switchaboo lifeline, which is one of our. Uh, one of our other writers who couldn't be on the podcast, they've recorded a little snippet. That being said, I'm using my phone for Discord, so I will just read out the question if we get up to that. Um, And the contestants can ask a yes or no question as well. Um, But either of these can be traded for extra guesses if they choose to. So, first up, so the very first question, or the very first hint, I should say, uh, this is a 2D platformer. Uh, that, n- yeah, tells that us tells us nothing. it's a Nintendo game. <laughs> it's a game on go. the Nintendo Switch. So, so. Well, f- funnily enough, the next hint is launched on Switch in 2018, but saw its initial release on February 21st, 2017, which was my 23rd birthday. So second the year. Switch. Yeah. So the Switch version has an 85 on Metacritic. So it's a good 2D platformer. Mm. It won the Seamus McNally Grand Prize and Excellence in Narrative Awards at the 2018 Independent Games Festival. So it's a 2D platformer that has like a good story, right? Mm-hmm. And the lead game designer and programmer also did the game's soundtrack. So is that five? That is five hints. So, Nathan, you got anything? Because uh, I bet you can tell that I have nothing. Yeah, I got nothing, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. So I'll read them back to you. So 2D platformer launched on Switch in 2018, but saw its initial release on February 21st, 2017. Switch version has an 85 on Metacritic, won the Seamus McNally Grand Prize and Excellence in Narrative Awards at the 2018 Independent Games Festival, and the lead game designer and programmer also did the game's soundtrack. Yeah, no clue. It's probably an indie game, that's about all I can get. And I know Shovel Knight was uh, actually a launch title, so it's not Shovel Knight. And it won those awards at the 2018 Independent Games Festival. Just saying. Wait, when you say initial release, does that mean it wasn't initially on the Switch? Yeah, released on other consoles Okay, first. okay. Just thought I'd cl- clarify because, you know, it could have been like the DLC yeah, yeah. transfer over, mm. which is, you know, because Sovereign has those extra games which are 
technically different games. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll clarify the, yeah, the yeah. base game. I don't even, actually, I'll, I'll give you a, kind of another hint, but I don't think it's a hint because this is just my thoughts I, from memory. I don't think this game has ever received DLC or much DLC. So the base game launched on February 21st, 2017 on other consoles, came to Switch the year, the year after. So it's not Hollow Knight. Because Hollow Knight got DLC. Mm-hmm. That much I know. Two D platform. You don't use the so for our listeners as well. If they don't use the hints, uh, so the two guesses, they will lose those guesses. You do also have your lifelines as well. Yeah, head empty. I got nothing. I'm just trying to think. This doesn't ring a bell in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Hmm. Indie game too, probably, because it the the de- lead developer did the music. Usually means indie. Yeah. Twenty seventeen. You've already done Celeste, so it's not Celeste. <laughs> yeah, like I <laughs> that 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 was my first thought. It's like, oh, I won an award for story. It's probably Celeste. Oh wait, we already did that. Unless he's trying to bamboozle us and do Celeste again. Oh, that'd be mean. <laughs> I mean, there's no rules against it. Like... Yeah, I wonder if that is a rule. We'd have to do new games every time. I mean, the Switch has so many games. It probably could last us a long time. There's always new games coming out. That's it. So what do you reckon? You want to use use your guesses on anything? I can't think of anything, honestly. Yeah, me neither. No. Just, Some help you on. Just to rule it out, <laughs> is it Hollow Knight? It is not Hollow yeah, Knight. Yeah, just to rule it out. And then right. yeah. to rule it out, because I know it's not going to be, is it Celeste? No. Yeah, so there we go. So we're not throwing them away. We've, we've ruled them out. Okay, well done. Um... <laughs> Next hint, heavy fo- it, the game has a heavy focus on story and character development. That has added nothing to it. <laughs> okay. The game reached its Kickstarter goal of 50,000 US within its first 26 hours and finished at 200,000 US. The game is cute on face value, but is primarily focused on more mature themes. Because it's an indie game. They're all like that. I don't know. Not all of them are cute. Although Hollow Knight's pretty cute. It's not Hollow Knight. I have an idea. (laughs) So, what is your You should probably share it. Yes. (laughs) Ukulele and Possible Lair. It's a 2D platformer. And I don't know if it got kickstarted or not, but I know it's a, it's a, it's got the cuteness, like you know, with the ukulele art style. But I'm not sure about much else because I haven't played Impossible there. But that's my idea that I have floating at the moment. I'll give you hit number nine. Uh, the ESRB rating 
is uh, T for Teen, so it, which it includes crude humour, drug references, fantasy violence, language, mild blood, sexual themes, and use of alcohol and tobacco. I think we're going to need the lifeline. <laughs> yeah, if anything, that raises more questions. Yeah. So, again, I couldn't... Uh, I can't play this, unfortunately, so I'll have to read out Steve's hint. But he, his hint is, this game received the director's cut version called Weird Autumn, which is also a song from the game. Yeah, no clue. Yeah, no clue. <laughs> This, this is probably something I've never heard of. I'd be very upset if you've never heard this. Again, you're asking two <laughs> RPG guys here. <laughs> that and that reminds me, how mad were you when I didn't get snipper clips last week? Ah, <laughs> oh, it was so obvious. I never I mean, had I, my. I, I didn't buy a Switch on launch. I knew the answer, so I guess like. You know, like when you know the answer going in, you think it's so obvious, but yeah. it was so obvious. But yeah, and you like didn't know, and you don't know who SFB Games are. No, they did snipper clips. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was hard to listen to. Um, <laughs> so you've got two guesses. Before I reveal the last hint, uh, you also have you can also ask me a yes or no question. Yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, I've yeah, no clue. Sorry. Or or you can use the yes or no question as a guess after I reveal hint two, hint ten. You don't have to use it as a yes or no question. True. You can't think of true. It. Um, we'll just go hint ten. Mm. Because I can't think of anything. So hit number ten. I'm very, I'm, I'm very proud of this hint. Actually, this game doesn't feature a single human, unless you look into the meta. Excuse my French, but what the f- does that mean? And uh, now we are explicit. <laughs> 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 so the get. I mean. I can only just read it out again. The game doesn't finger a, a doesn't feature a single human, so there are no human characters in in the, this game, unless you look, unless you dig a little bit deeper into its mature themes. So visually, there's no humans, but you know there could just be human like representations or something like that. Again, I have no clue. Yeah, yeah, same. So you're not even, you're not even gonna guess? I genuinely have no idea in my head. Like I don't. Mm. I've never even heard of Weird Autumn. Same. All right. So do you want me to reveal the answer? Sure. Please. Okay. So developed by Infinite Fool, published by Finji, released on Switch February first, twenty eighteen. Is Night in the Woods. A incredibly popular indie title. I've never heard of it. Oh, that game! Oh my god. That I for- game. I forgot that existed. 
You forget things exist a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because... I've never heard of it. Yeah, well... I, the only reason I remember that, uh, like, I even remember this game at all is because I think someone I follow on YouTube did a Let's Play of it, like, three or four years ago that I didn't watch. I, all I remember that was that there was memes about doing crimes. I haven't seen that's yeah. it. anything from this at all. Wow. That's actually quite surprising. Like, I've not seen anything on this. So, well, then... In that case, Nathan, I assume you're looking at artwork of it? Yes. Yeah. So you play as the cat, the main character, but they're all from... it's There There are theories about it, but basically... Um, so she returns from university, so she drops out. She leaves her, her hometown and she goes to university. She then drops out and comes back because she's... Um, I think she's struggling with like depression, mental health, and whatnot. But she's also experiencing, uh, like, sh- basically, she sees everyone as animals. That's the theory, is that she sees. So, really, these are humans. These are human people. These are humans in a regular town, but she sees everyone as animals, and that's how you play it. So it's very cute on face value. And so when when you look at the game, you're like, oh, that's a cute little little adventure game but it's actually got some really deep themes to it because it's an indie game well yeah it is an incredible <laughs> game it should be more than 85 on metacritic and i 100 percent recommend it to everyone again never heard of it before this download and I've, yeah and i've only really like seen it once like three years ago <laughs> well there you go though night in the woods that was that was this one um that's all i got so thank you everyone for listening um again well you can follow us on you know your facebook twitter instagram so facebook at switchaboo instagram at switchaboo twitter at switchaboo news you can also join our discord which is pinned at the top of our twitter page so that's you know kind of two birds one stone there um and again any um any patrons and any donations um, you can do to us would be very much appreciated so that's patreon.com slash switchaboo again only one dollar per month and you can get this podcast two to three days early but that's all that's all from me and that's all for us this uh in this episode episode 10 so to play us out we'll be playing a song i don't have the title i do apologize but this is from the upcoming game beast of maravilla islands by banana bird studios who you can follow on twitter at maravilla beasts so that is m-a-r-a-v-i-l-l-a-b-a-s b sorry b-e-a-s-t-s i butchered that i do apologize um and this track as well is composed by Tavi Zier and Carl van Wiltenberg. Thank you everyone for listening. Enjoy your day.
Not in the woods. God damn it. <laughs> Not in the woods. <laughs>